from Melbourne and Minneapolis. This is for Christ's sake. Wednesday, October 12, 1. Once a month, the Lord takes pity on the Cradle of Liberty and lets the sun shine on Boston. Today was that day, cool, bright and clear, with an autumn crispness in the air. I awoke feeling good with the sharp expectation that things would happen. Intriguing. Mm. That is the opening paragraph of um, one of the chapters in the book A Case of Need by not Michael Crichton, but Jeffrey Hudson, who is actually Michael Crichton. And this is For Crichton's Sake, a podcast about uh, the works of Michael Crichton, chiefly, but not exclusively, the books of Michael Crichton, which we'll be exploring chapter by chapter. Um, And this is one of those books, and um, I am one of the hosts of this podcast, and the other one of the hosts of this podcast is also here. Mm. And his name is, um, what's your name? Hunter. What's your name? My name is Hugh. All right, so we got uh, signature stacks and drinks, salt and vinegar chips, and uh, what? you got coffee and apple. Yeah. Almost forgot the uh, the coffee and the apple this week in the rush of... What happened uh, What happened in this, uh, this chapter? Oh, I don't know. It was like 10 chapters ago. Let's have a look. <laughs> It starts with them calling one of the hundreds of doctors that are in this book. And then he goes and talks to some of um what's her name? Karen's. No, no, so you skipped over it a little bit. So he calls um he calls one of the hospitals. Okay, yeah, yeah. He wants to check out some test results and the secretary's and like, they tell him that Definitely pregnant. Um definitely pregnant, yeah. Alright, then he's like, I'm gonna go see some of Karen's ex roommates. Bubbles and Angela. Actually, I, I seem to have highlighted a lot of this text. Maybe I wanted to do a segment of this particular chapter. A segment of what? Well, it is like a, a back and forth dialogue, so. Well, we got to do a, a Crichton Havoc and Let Slip in that case. This doesn't sound that good. What's the point of doing this? But we've got to do it now. It's too late. No. I don't want to. Come on. No. We're doing it. It's too late. Once you, you enter into it. a crime, you can, you can do it by yourself. You can't exit until you've you, fulfilled the mission. You can do it by yourself. Fine. What am I reading? I'm not going to reveal that. 
Wait, you're going to tell me, is it this whole page? I'll just read the whole page because you're not going to narrow it down for me. That's up to you. It's your choice. No, let's just move on. Come on, why are you eating like this? Fine. Fine. I'm going to read the whole page. I'm just going to take my headphones off real quick. Given that this is in first-person narration, all the um, non-dialogue sections should also be read out in my best American accent, no? Because it's it's, it's internal thoughts. Barry might be Australian. There's something... There's something in the text that suggests he's not Australian. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's true. <laughs> Nor is there anything to suggest he isn't American. If you can point to any sentence in this book that suggests that he's an American. Oh, well, well, we definitely know that he has been in America for some time. He's, he's like settled down in America. He's been working in America. Even if he were Australian, probably his accent would have been a little... Yeah, warped. exactly. And my American accent is going to be warped by my innate Australianness, regardless. Hmm. So, uh... I also do it. Uh, how do you mean... Well, Karen was no fool. She did the score. Like, she's been... Yeah, I don't want to do it. Why did he even highlight this? Let's just move on. Oh, you're on the second 181. I thought you meant the previous 181. And I had no idea why you wanted to read any of that out. Anyway, let's let's do it. Let's read it out. No, I don't want to do it. Let's just go on. Come on. Stop being like this. It'd be quicker if we just get it over with and have this on. No, idea. I'm standing firm. Where's the bit that said, how do you mean? I didn't even see that. I'm standing firm. I'm not going to let you, you bully me. Then I'm going to read it solo. I'm going to enter into a sub-segment within the segment of no um, sub segments okay well we'll exit Crichton Havoc and Let Slip and enter for Crichton Out Loud he's riding and proud come on let's hear it right about now for Crichton Out Loud alright never mind who cares trivia <laughs> no we gotta we gotta go around after the chapter oh now you wanna work fine <laughs> Someone to read any of this dumb shit. I made a mistake. <laughs> Why did you highlight it? Can you at least like, explain what your thought process was or what you wanted to draw attention to, even if we don't read it verbatim? No, I think it was just because I enjoyed some of the fake, like, uh, hippie-ish dialogue, like freak trips, you know? Oh, that was kind of amusing. So I think that must be why. Okay, so you highlighted some stuff, but it's boring and no one cares, so we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking vitally. Let's see. Yeah, so she, he goes over. <laughs> <laughs> he goes over. Talks to Angel and Bubbles. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind Wait, of a is walk. Is this the wire or is this the case of D? I'm confused. And um, she's like doing drugs. Again, is this the wire? And then Karen's like, "That's not in Baltimore, you idiot." Um, no, the joke was that there's a character, a famous character called Bubbles. Who is a drug addict? Um, what are you talking about? What are we doing? Summarizing this funky chapter. All right. So what happens? Bubbles and Angela. What are they doing? They're talking to each other. There's some tension with Karen. She likes to do drugs. Um, it seems like she is lying about, or someone's lying. It seems like they're lying to Barry about not seeing her before she died. Yeah, being a bit cagey. That's pretty much it. I don't think there's anything too pertinent. No, that's a trivia. Let's test your 
Maximum easy discs. I didn't uh, feel like bothering. So I did mine in five minutes, just based on the random details I'd highlighted along the way. Mm, that's that's all I did too. So okay, <clears throat> what color are Bubbles' glasses tinted? Um, blue. Correct. Oh really? Okay, I had no idea that was a complete guess. Well, um, you got it. What did Barry's breakfast include that day? <laughs> the entire thing? No, no. He only mentions one thing that he had in the breakfast. It wasn't exclusively that thing, but it included one thing that he points out. Uh, eggs. Yes. Where did Jimmy, Angela's former boyfriend, who Karen had some sort of flirtation with, end up doing his residency? Um... The Mem? Nope, Chicago. <laughs> okay. Um, where are we? Where are we? What street does Angela Harding live on? And Bubbles, I guess. Oh, it's not with the C? Uh, yes, it does. It's not Charles, is it? No, it's Chestnut Street. Ah. Uh, well, whatever. How many eggs does Barry have at breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Name any of the slang terms Bubbles uses to refer to methadrine. Um. Uh, <laughs> for the record, she lists at least five. Uh, prop. Uh, <laughs> no. So I would have accepted bombs, speed, lifts, jets, or bennies. Well, whatever. Bye. Goodbye. Oh.